And we're going. How are you today, Janie? I'm okay. How's it going? You yeah. said you're okay. It's yeah. good to hear. <laughs> so you said this is your first podcast or is this yes. your... awesome? Well, if people are unfamiliar with Chaney, who is Chaney? Me? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I do music. I'm in a band called House Parties. Uh, we have a single out called Hindsight. I also do solo stuff, like covers, stuff like that. Now, are you still in Rainer? Uh, yes, it's more like just a side project that we had going on. Yeah. So whenever we weren't doing like our main projects, that's what we were doing. So it's still there. It's just in hibernation, I guess, if you want to call it that. <laughs> how long have you been in the music business? Um, Music business? Well, how long have you been a music lover? You know. So okay. I have been... If you want to go back to, like, the choir kind of stuff, because I guess it's really kind of where it started, honestly, since, like, elementary school, like, fifth grade, maybe? I was in honor choir, and I've been in choir ever since then, and then I just hated it, so I decided to do, like, other kinds of music, like, punk music, because it's fun. What influenced you to do that? To go into, like... More business. Um, Go into like the punk, like what, like so, what made you transition from doing the choir thing to doing, you know, the punk rock thing. So it's kind of weird. So growing up, like in middle school and stuff, I didn't really. I just kind of listened to this stuff on the radio, like the normal like pop songs and stuff. But I wasn't really like, vibing with it. And then I met one of my friends named Marina in uh, middle school she introduced me to like Paramore My Chemical Romance everything and that's kind of how I just dove into it and then I realized like in choir that you kind of sing with more of your head voice and not like your I don't know the other voice that you have like more of like your diaphragm yeah and so ever since then I've just been kind of like addicted to listening to Paramore and that kind of really started it honestly Haley Williams Haley Williams she's a goat She's my lover. <laughs> She's your lover. Oh, it be that way sometimes. Um, where are you at now? Like, what's going on in your life as we speak? Like, music-wise? Like, just the whole nine yards, because my podcast is a podcast for people who not only are they music lovers, but they're just doing a little bit of everything. Um, it's mostly just music and work, honestly, and then I run a lot of the, um, I run all the, like, social media stuff for all the bands and everything. It's, it's honestly really all I'm doing, because I work full-time, so when I'm not working full-time, I do music stuff, and then I play a lot of Minecraft or video games. That's what's up. Yeah. Is that, like, your favorite video game? Uh, one of them. My favorite video games are Overwatch, Ooh. Skyrim, Minecraft. Those are the big three. Now, as I was pulling in, I see that you're in the same situation as I am. You were recently in a car accident or something? I was in a car accident, and... <sighs> How'd that happen? You know, that just made my day that morning. Okay, so I was on my way to work, you know, for that 8 a.m., 8 to 5 shift, and... I was stopped, okay, I came up, <laughs> I was behind, I was in the right lane, and I was behind somebody who was turning onto, like, mm-hmm. the service road to go onto the highway, and so I pulled up, because it was still red, and then I saw it 
go green, and I was like, oh. Green means go. Green means go, so it's almost eight. I got to go. So yeah. I went, and there was, like, this giant, like, truck or SUV on my oh, left side, so I couldn't really see, like, where people were turning left on the other side. So very last second, I saw this car run the red arrow, and I, like, tried to slam on my brakes to not hit it, but I hit it in his, like, back passenger side. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, it's just this kid. He uh, he literally, like, begged me not to call the cops. <laughs> Did he not have insurance? No, he had weed in his car. Oh. That's I was sucks. like, um, usually I would, but in this circumstance with everything that's been happening with Black Lives Matter and the police and stuff. Um, I was like, I don't want to make anything worse than what it could have been. So I was like, mm, no. And then he lied. What? And to his insurance, he said that I ran the red light. And I said, this... Mother no. effer. Yeah, I was like, no. No, I did not. You should just call the cops on him and just be like, I, yo, there's weed in his car I right really now. Should've. I really should have. Um, I ended up telling the, uh, on the claim, I ended up telling the insurance, and they are like, really? And I was like, yes, really. But, you know, they're still trying to declare whose fault it was. Yeah. But I have a witness. Who was the witness? I don't know, this random guy. Oh. He drove up to <laughs> we, uh, we pulled into, like, a Chevron, and he pulled up, and he was like, here's my business card if you need a witness. And I was like, I bet. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, I mean, my car... The front right passenger side is just messed up, if you just saw that out there. <laughs> no, I yeah, I was driving home from work the other day on my lunch break, and I started feeling things falling off of it yeah. under the road, and I was like, this is not good. And then my friend came over and saw there was like an inch deep gash in my tire, and he was like, you should not drive this Yeah. because your tire might pop. And I was like, wonderful. No, I get that. <laughs> the other day, I was in a car accident also. I was driving, doing the thing. And, you know, I had to switch, like, I was at a stop sign, and I had to, you know, drive through one lane to get to my side of the lane, you know, to the right and the left, you know, so I had to go through the left, now I'm at the right, and I didn't, it was a rainy day, the car was, that hit me was gray, and it was a very foggy day, so I didn't see this thing coming, and so I get into my left lane, you know, kind of, you know, I go through, boop, and then... I'm in the left lane, and I'm ready to go into the right lane because I think I'm doing well. And next thing you know, my tail got, it got hit. It oh sucks. Oh, my gosh. And so he hit you from behind. Well, the person um, technically hit me diagonally in a sense. So I automatically just assumed it's my fault. Um, it is what it is. I don't I don't think it's my fault. But what like your insurance The say? insurance says my fault. Oh, my God. So it's just like, you know what? If it's my fault... And it's my fault. You know, it is what it is. And right now I'm driving a rental vehicle. I don't even have a rental vehicle. You don't have insurance? Do you? Like, or, I do, but they're taking their sweet time getting a rental vehicle. Guys, <laughs> I need a ride. <laughs> I feel, dude, I was driving in my crazy car for like a couple days, and it was not the best experience yeah, ever. Yeah, honestly. My, my damage came out to like over $2,600, and I was like, <laughs> that's my rent money. No. That's scary. <laughs> no. And on top of that, um, I recently, like, I had a job. I was working for the Denton Housing Authority, working for uh, Section 8 Housing. Mm-hmm. And the I went through a temp agency, and I thought a temp agency would be like, hey, 
we're going to get you this job, and then you're going to have it for a minute, and eventually they're going to hire you on. But for two months, I worked there for two months. Every other job I've ever had, I've been there for at least one to three years. Yeah. Two months, and they're like, hey, we don't need you anymore. What? And I'm like, this is all happening at once. The car, yeah. losing a job. I had to find a I had to find another job, which I found another job, but it's not the best job. What it, is it? I work for uh, P-Mobile. I'm not going to, I can't, I don't know if I can say that. No, I don't yeah. want the world to know where I'm working at. No, you're good. But it's a cell phone company mm-hmm. within a big blue building. Interesting. Do you know what the big blue building I'm talking about? It has lots of walls. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, you know... I've worked in cell phones. I've done it before, but it's not the best paying job I've ever had. No, yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah, there's at my job. I definitely could be getting paid more for this stuff. We could all be getting paid a little bit more. Yeah. Now, not to be rude, but I'm going to crack open a can of whoop ass. Boom. (laughs) I had to take a pause for the cause, you know. Yeah. I had to take a little sippy sip. Excuse me. So... What kind of projects are you working on right now? Mm. Um, well, the only projects I got going on really is a lot of music stuff. Well, okay. so Stuff that you can tell me. Yeah, of course. Um, so I just announced that for my, my solo thing because I did that TikTok on... I did... You did the TikTok. Oh, my God. I did the cover of Driver's License and a pop punk style on TikTok, and it went viral. Really? Yeah, like 400... 4,000 views. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. I was kind of like, what the heck? Okay. And everyone's been requesting me to do like a full version. So I did it. And I just announced it like yesterday that it's coming out on May 28th. Oh, goodness. On all streaming platforms. And it's featuring Ryan Sword and New Heroes. That's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I was afraid to interview you because like the last person I interviewed was Ryan. Yeah. And y'all live in the same house practically. So it's just (laughs) like, I'm like, I don't know if it's too close, but you know, I'd rather interview someone that I know and I'm comfortable with. Of course. So it's been a bit of a break, but... You know, why not just, like, lightly tap my toes in the water mm-hmm. before I just, like, dive head in. Yeah, I like I like doing stuff with people that you're comfortable with. It just takes all the awkwardness and tension away. And you're kind of like, let's just vibe. Yeah. Now, music's doing well, obviously. You know, whenever I first came here, other than noticing your uh, damaged vehicle, I saw the new look. I like the new hair. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm, like, on Twitter, you're known as uh, Chaney Blue or Blue Chain. Everyone, yeah, two Chaneys. <laughs> two Chaneys, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I had, like, a manic episode the other night because I was hanging out with some friends, and they were like, yeah, we're going to go to Kroger, and we're going to get some hair dye and stuff. We're going to dye each other's hair. And I was like, So okay. you had some manic panic. No, I don't have any manic panic No, in but hair. you panicked. Anyway. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but I was, um... I was like, okay, my roots have, like, way past grown in more than six weeks. This is a couple months of growth, and my blues faded. I might as well do something. Yeah. We're going to try to bleach the whole thing bleach and put, it. like, blue and then orange, like, in the layers, but it didn't work out that way, so we just did half pink and half orange roots and then with bangs, and it kind of just is it. Yeah. I dig it. Um, are you going on the show tonight? Which, oh, the Velvet Skyline one? Uh, no, unfortunately, I have plans. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I assumed you were going, oh, well, oh. it happens. I wanted to, though. 
because Nate had messaged me and he was like, hey, on Saturday. And I was like, I can try to make it. And I was like, I don't know. It might be cutting it really tight. I don't know exactly when my thing ends. It might, I might be out pretty late, so, unfortunately. But I do want to go to a show. Well, now that shows are coming back. Um, how does it feel that we're slowly yet truly transitioning from post-COVID world where we're still wearing masks to this new world where if you're vaccinated, you could, you don't have to wear a mask, but it's suggested that you wear a mask. Yeah. But if you haven't got vaccinated yet, you got to wear a mask all the time. And but shows are coming back. Yeah. How does it feel? It feels pretty good because honestly, going from like my life to where I was going a show like every week, mm-hmm. we like oh yeah, what am I doing this weekend? Going to a show. You'll see me somewhere, at a whether it be Killers or like I'm performing or I'm actually going to like a big show. Like the last show that I saw before COVID officially shut everything down was Knuckle Puck, Heart Attack Man, and uh, Better Love. Yes. Um, yeah, and then I you'll probably see me somewhere, and then, you know, going from that to then not having anything to do or anything music to do for, like, oh, my God, it's been, like, over a year. Oh, my God. It's just so surreal because it's, like, how did the state of the world get into this <laughs> and, like, affect music as much as it has? But, you yeah, know, it's, it's really good that shows are coming back because it's, like, all I want to do is just music, so... Yeah. Had uh, now we had a little bit of like a, a preview to shows. We were working the merch table. Yeah, at the we last were. New Heroes show. Yeah, we were. Uh, like, how was that experience? For that you? was really fun. Honestly, that was probably one of the most fun nights I've had in like over a year's worth of time. Mm-hmm. I was. You probably didn't see me out there in the crowd, but I was going so hard in that crowd when they were doing all those throwback songs. Or I was on the side by the stage. And I was just going. Hard and my voice the next day was gone. <laughs> I had to be on vocal rest. I was like, I was at work and I had a sign. I was like, no one talked to me. I'm on vocal rest. I'm not answering the phone. Sorry. You just wore it around your neck. Yeah, I was. It was that bad because I just couldn't help it. But I was just, you know, they were doing all these throwbacks and stuff, and I just couldn't help it. I was like getting into it. When you haven't been to a show in that long, you're kind of just like, oh my god, yes. Even if it's just covers. But yeah, no, it was it was such a fun time, and then working the merch table with you was so much fun. Oh, that little kid! Oh goodness, tell us about the kid. This I don't. Oh, I forget. Like, he was probably know, like four or five the years. Mom, no. Yeah, the mom like walked up. No, the family walked up with the kid. I think his name was Gabriel. He he was a, he was a cool guy, and he, the father or the son. The son. The son. They were both. Named. I mean, they were all cool. He was like, this is his first concert ever. He loves rock music, and then he. They were, we were just like, you should check out this next band that's going on, New Heroes. We work in a merch table. And basically, they were like, okay, okay. And so they saw the show, and he came back. And then we were like, do you want to meet the band? And he's like, yeah. And so we rallied. We tried to as best as we could to rally up the guys and, like, take a picture and have them, like, sign the CDs or have them sign the CD. <laughs> and he would. it just made his night. He was having the time of his life. He... He started to sing us one of his songs, and he never got to finish it. I'm oh, sad. I know. Fuck Ryan. Fuck the man. They got in the way of us. I know. We were trying to hear this little sing. kid sing his own song, and we were like, yes. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, I'll probably see him at other shows. That was his first concert ever. That was a good concert to go to for being a first. True. And, dude, 
I didn't expect it to go so hard. I didn't think Ryan, I didn't think the band would, like, as a unit, like, they were hitting every checkpoint. Like, every box was checked. They would kick ass. That was honestly, from seeing them for, like, a couple years now, that was honestly probably their best show they've ever played. And the fact that they're playing up on, like, a stage that a lot of, like, more popular bands have played on is really fucking cool. Like... I don't know. They just, they were so solid and together. And I was, I was trying to get the crowd hyped up to where I was. I was like, hey, guys. I could hear people behind me going, oh, my God, this band is so good. They've got, like, an old nostalgic vibe to them. And I was like, yeah. They're pretty bad. Like, yeah. Except I wish I could have gotten to see Montrose. Who's Montrose? Montrose is a Man Overboard song. Name. Oh, true. Yeah, the Man Overboard song. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name of that song. Yeah, so as soon as it I was, was like... My heart burns. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I was like, Stephen, you can go back now. And as soon as you went back over and I started organizing the shirts, and he was like, y'all like some man overboard. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> I was I was going hard at the merch table. I was like, in my heart. <laughs> I think people were looking at me, but I just didn't care. True. Like, oh, if I was over there, I would have flipped the table. I yeah, I would have like, in my heart. Caves. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was a good night. That was a really fun night. All the bands were good. Now, I have a question. Mm-hmm. How did you become Blue Chain? How did you, like, what made you pick blue? Like, uh, had that be your color? It's always been my favorite color. Blue has just always been a color that's just, I've always been, like, attracted to. Not, like, attracted to, but, like, visually appealing to look at, sorry. Like, if I look at this backpack right here, I mean, yeah, there's greens on there, but the pretty color that my eyes just like is the blue. So I've always just liked the color blue, and then I've always wanted, you can, I've been saying this since, like, middle school, I've always wanted to have blue hair, so, you know, back in school when they're like, you can't have colored hair, it's distracting. I guess so, but as soon as I graduated and got the heck out of there, I was like, okay, I'm dyeing my hair blue, I'm getting these piercings, I'm getting these tattoos, I'm doing what I want to do, and here I am, you know. So then everyone, and then... A lot of people call me Blue, it's because they forget my name. Yeah. Or they don't remember it right away, so they're like, Blue, hey Blue. I got people at my work calling me Blue all the time, or Blueberry, or <laughs> Smurf, or whatever they can come up with the color Blue involved. But yeah, that's pretty much how I got that. Just stuck with me. <laughs> Would you agree that, um, have you ever seen the movie Inside Out? No, but I know of it. Now, there's a particular character that looks kind of like you. The blue one. The blue one. Yeah. Is the is it a crazy coincidence that y'all share a similar like aesthetic? I guess it is a coincidence. Yeah, we both have glasses and yeah. blue hair, but I don't think I'm as sad. Well, True. no, actually, we'll take that back. I probably <laughs> might be as sad as she is, but that's okay though. But no, yeah, I guess I can relate to that pretty much. Um. Fuck. Where were we? Okay. Me too. <laughs> we're talking about the color blue. Um, what's next for Little Chains? Little like, Chains. That's you, Little Chains. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just like, anything-wise? Yeah. Um, like, anything on the horizon that you want to talk I'm about? I'm trying to get an apartment right now, but it's taking forever. But hopefully I get it, because all the other apartments here suck. So, it does. you know, you should move to my apartments. Where do you live? The Fountains of Denton. I like it. It's a gated community. It's not really a gated community because it's an apartment complex. I wouldn't consider that a community. How much is your rent? Too much. Like you have a one bedroom or a two bedroom. A one bedroom. How much is it? Thousand dollars. 
That's not a budget for me. <laughs> better start donating plasma. Um, True. <laughs> outside of music and video games, do you have any hobbies? Um, I do photography here and there, but I've kind of lost some of the passion for it because so much has been happening with music that I'm just like... I don't get that same kind of, like, happy feeling I do when I've accomplished something with music than I do with photography. I mean, there'll be some stuff that I do. I'm more into now, like, I like doing nice portraits and stuff, like, stuff like that. But what really, like, I really love is doing, like, cool, like, photography that involves, like, a lot of Photoshop with it. Because it just, you can create something. Like, uh, there's this photographer that goes by K-Dargs on Instagram. I love her. Yeah, she's... Oh my gosh, she's probably one of my favorite photographers, like, ever. The stuff that she does, I get a lot of inspired by. Like, there was one that she did this ad for, like, I think shoes, and she had, like, her feet up in the air, and she was wearing, like, pink fishnets, but she had photoshopped her, like, actual skin out of it, so it's just, like, a floating fishnet with a shoe on. But it kept the shape of the leg. So I was like... And then she, some, she, a lot of times she'll give tutorials on how she does stuff, and I was like, I could easily do that. I might not be the best at Photoshop. I'm not definitely not the worst, but... I can definitely pull that off. So for Valentine's Day, I got this idea of getting like this cool pink background or yes. And then I put fishnets on and then glued candy hearts to it with some cool flowers I bought myself for Valentine's Day at Walmart. <laughs> and um, and I took I had uh, Spencer and Kelsey help me take pictures. And so I spent like forever photoshopping it, but then I photoshopped it and posted it, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Yeah. I even tagged uh, K Dargs, and then she's like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, she gave you a little shout out. Yeah. That's what's up. Earlier, you mentioned um, that you don't get the satisfaction from photography as much as you used to compared to like how you love just doing music and oh I completely God, yeah. ag agree with you I, I can relate because um you know me as a photographer and like for the longest time uh living in Wichita Falls like mm -hmm. I was one of the only concert photographers and everyone knew me as the concert guy yeah. and like my girlfriend, she's like, dude, it's like living with a fucking celebrity because like, <laughs> we couldn't go anywhere without someone being like, oh, there's Steven nice. from concerts. <laughs> and then moving from Wichita Falls to Denton, it's like day and night because like I went from being a big fish in a little pond to no one knowing me. Yeah. And like rarely would I ever see someone that I knew. And it was just like, it got real shitty. Like I was just like, man. I don't know nobody, and I don't know if I'm that good. There's a lot of great photographers out yeah, here. Yeah, especially in Denton. There's... A lot of kick-ass photographers. A lot of... Yeah, pretty much. It's I, I relate to the same thing, especially when you live with another like great photographer, and then all this stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh. like. And I think another part that like I don't like as much is trying to get clients to come do like portraits and stuff like that to make money. I'm just... I feel like it's just so awkward, but... <laughs> my god but the with ghost. like um music and stuff it says you can constantly keep creating art without having the word like be like oh i need to get this person in to do i mean let's say you're a producer but i can keep creating something for people that can just listen to it i don't necessarily need to like hey you're gonna pay me to do this unless they want like a feature like you know what i mean like i don't have to bring in clients in order to keep making music i just make it and then if they like it they like it pretty much you know, the other day, I was at the gym, banging and clanging, picking things up, <laughs> putting things down, 
And, like, for, the, like, the last week, like, the dude was just, like, staring. There was this dude just staring at me. And I'm like, oh, God, this you guy was, like, he must not like me or he wants to fuck me or something. Yeah, it's, like, it's he, one like, of the two. It's one of the two because I'm starting to get uncomfortable. And then eventually, like, one morning, my girlfriend and I, we go into the gym. And that guy, he stopped me. And I was like, oh, shit. He's like, hey, uh, I got to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, God, this is the first time I've ever talked to this dude. What does he want? He's going to fight me. He's going to try to fight me or eat me or something. <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. But, um, sir, are you uh, training with Ashton Jacobs? And Ashton Jacobs is my uh, wrestling coach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, you know, I've been seeing your uh, your work on Facebook. Uh, you're doing good, kid. And I'm like... <gasps> Oh, it's been so long since I've experienced anything like yeah. that where I'm just like, really? And he was just like, yeah, man, I've been seeing you. You know, you're putting in that work and effort. Um, it turns out that the guy, he's helping my coach uh, build our new training facility. Oh, cool. And I, I was just like, damn, like someone noticed me. Yeah. Because it's been so long. That's why like, I mentioned earlier going from... Uh, Wichita to Denton, it's been so long since someone's acknowledged me and yeah. been like, hey, you're doing great. And the fact that it wasn't from photography, it was just like, damn. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling, exactly. It's a great feeling, and I love that feeling. Especially when it's something that you're so passionate about or, like, starting to get really passionate about, mm-hmm. and it's like you got the recognition you deserve with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, ever since that TikTok blew up and everyone's just wanting more stuff and it covers and... That, and I'm just like, okay, finally, I'm getting, like, awesome recognition for something I'm really good at that I know that I want to do because if I can't do music, like, I'm going to be so sad. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I've perfected – well, I'm not perfect at it. I'm not going to sit here and say that at all, but, like – You got to give yourself some credit, I try to be perfect. Yeah. And that's, like – it's just really nice recognition. And sometimes it's kind of hard to stay humble because I get so excited about everything, but – you know, it's, yeah. But, it's, you know, at least you know that you're doing good. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic, it's just a really good feeling. Now, how, do you, how does it made making music more accessible to other people? I think with a lot that TikTok, people who make TikToks, whether you're a small account or, it doesn't really matter, because what comes on the For You page comes on the For You page. You never know what's going to blow up, is that... You can, like, give a preview of your songs and stuff, and you can create a fan base off of that, and which will follow you on to getting your listeners, followers, and streams and everything. And especially if it goes viral, you definitely got... If, like, you share your song and it gets, like, 2 million views, that's, like, a lot of people to, like, stream and follow you on, like, social media and, like, Spotify and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool because you have all these different types of people sharing all their art and stuff like that not even with just music with like everything so it's really cool to see that which call it where was i going me too where me too <laughs> <laughs> um luckily there's a thing called editing and it's gonna take all this dead air like, <laughs> like i'm probably gonna leave this part in but there's gonna there were some parts where we just like didn't say anything i'm gonna take that shit out there and you go that's the cool thing about technology now how has Spencer rubbed off on you? He is an incredible musician and producer. I know. You're you're constantly around him. He's also yeah, he's also like my best friend, so <laughs> So like Yeah. How has he like 
influenced you as a musician? He pushes me to constantly, like, try to do better. And if, like, if I'm, like, uh, if we... How we write music is how most of the time he'll write, like, the instrumental part, and I just kind of sing words to it and write. And if I'm, like, really, like, just feeling frustrated or something, he'll be like, just whatever you got, just show it to me. I'll make it better and we'll fix it. Because he knows that kind of stuff. He knows how to, like, where notes are supposed to go. He knows how the song's supposed to be structured. He knows, like, everything music. And, like, I'll get so nervous and I'll come up to him and be like, okay, I'm sorry if I sing better in this voice memo, but it's do this. And he goes, no, I really like it. I mean, we could probably change this a little bit, but then this is really, really good. It's the start of something. But he, he constantly pushes me to be a better musician um, and just to be, like, back when we did Rainier stuff, I wasn't really, like, performing. And he'd always be, like, during practice, he'd be like, you should, like, perform and you should, like, move around on stage. And when he said that, I would just realize I was so nervous to do that in front of people because I hadn't done it in so long. But there was, like, just a moment where like we performed it especially since it was just us two and he had to be on drums so I have all this space up front to entertain the audience I gotta go you gotta use all you gotta gotta go crazy you gotta paint so yeah this is what I did you had to like turn the stage into your canvas yeah and that's what I did I would just go I take off my glasses that really helps like (laughs) I I trick what is it a uh, trick for all the people who wear glasses and don't want are nervous if you have to go in front of people just take your glasses off it really helps like it doesn't so, yeah, and then, like, I just kind of go everywhere. But, yeah, he he's incredible. He spends a lot of money on music gear because he, you know, he's, he's you can tell he's extremely passionate. We're sitting in a studio that we had, he had built, really. And, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's something, he works with a lot of bands. He's in New Heroes and in my band. But, yeah, he's... He's just an incredible musician and producer and constantly will push you to be better and wants you to do the best you can. It's really comfortable and easy to work with. Mm -hmm. So I really recommend anybody who out there who wants a producer to hit him up. Drop his Twitter. His his Twitter and Instagram are the same, so it's going to be SCTrinidad11. Yeah, basically. At. One more time. At SCTrinidad11. They're going to remember that. Um, this is a question that I told asked Ryan at, with, with my last interview. Um, how has living in a house full of creative people influenced you as an artist? Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. <laughs> because I feel like sometimes, I've, I don't know, it's, it's like a weird feeling. It's just because people are always constantly creating in this house. And sometimes I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, I mean, everyone does such a great job and everything's awesome, like New Heroes, Brian's got a lot of other side projects going on, Faith is doing Penny Board, which is really cool, and then Spencer's doing a lot of stuff, and then I'm doing a lot of stuff. Sometimes it's kind of hard because sometimes, you know, we have to go to Spencer or Ryan and they get a lot of busy and we have to, like you know, make schedules and timing. But, I mean, it's really cool because it's, like, constantly, like, creative in this house. So, yeah, it's really easy. But we all kind of keep to ourselves, too, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So it's, like... Well, yeah, you don't want to accidentally, like, mix the product where it's, like, you got this one idea for this, but it ends up being a thing for this. Yeah, of course. No. Earlier, you talked about you when you were in, like, junior high choir singer... 
young lady, didn't know what was going on in the world, but you know you like to sing. And now you are Chaney 2.0 with the colorful hair, tattoos, and piercings. What would you tell young Chaney pre-tattoos, pre-everything? If you had like a particular thing you'd want to tell that person, what would you tell that person? To get on it quicker. <laughs> like, I mean, I knew what I wanted to do back when I was in junior high. Middle school was really kind of like where I discovered it. But like, get on it quicker, practice more. Because I, I used to practice my vocals like for 30 minutes or more like every single day. How would you practice? I would practice like, I do this thing where I like to... I have this, like, weird method of when someone's teaching me something, I like to see how they do it so yeah. I can get an idea of how it's done. I call it, like, a mimic. Yeah. So, like, I'll have, like, a headphone on this ear and, like, it's off this ear and then I kind of just hear it and I can kind of mimic what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. So it teaches me, if I'm listening to some someone who uses a lot of vibrato, it kind of teaches me how to use vibrato and I kind of just mimic it. So then I... Yeah. And then also while teaching you how to do really good with your diaphragm and breath control... I think that's a really good way and technique of how I got good breath control and use my diaphragm is listen to artists and then always breathe where they breathe. It kind of gives you an idea of how they use their breath control, which gives you an idea of how you use your breath control. So I just, I call it like my mimic, mimic method. I just mimic. And I like, I can do whatever I hear, basically. It's just weird. I never used a vocal coach or anything. That's just how I, I just self-taught, basically. Now, outside of pop punk, what kind of music do you listen to? Outside of, oh, a lot of, not a lot of, um, some easy core music, like Abandoned by Bears, I love. Um, I listen to a teeny bit of pop, but I love hardcore music, post-hardcore music. Um, still, uh, yeah, just a lot of different kind of stuff. What are you doing for lunch today? Oh, yeah, Xander's getting, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm getting free nachos from Taco Casa. What's up? Are you excited for the nachos? Yeah, I am. I'm hungry as hell. <laughs> Same. Um, dude, I didn't think I was going to be here on time. Um, I honestly, I thought I was going to be here at, like, 1 o'clock, because I was just, I don't know. I, I was, I wanted to get me an energy drink, and I wanted to go to the mall to grab a protein bar, but then I was like, I need real food, but I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have time for real food. So I just like grabbed my protein bar and my energy drink. And I got here at 12 o'clock, and I was like, oh, cool. I thought I was going to be here at 1230. And then you, boom, surprised me with this new look. And I was like, yo, I got to take pictures of your yeah. new look. <laughs> like, hopefully no one's gotten photos of it yet, because I feel like I'm about to like... No, this is done like two days ago. So if this was a YouTube comment, I would be like, first, you know? Yeah, basically, yeah. Whatchamacallit, what is next? I already asked that question. <laughs> Do you want to hear stuff about house parties? Yeah. Oh, dude, I completely forgot about house parties. Huh. L- yeah. L- lay it on me. Even me though too, you honestly. It. It's a little bit my pain. <laughs> okay, so. You got some, like, DLC stuff, some stuff that no one We knows. just got the Masters back. For what? First stuff. I can't really say a lot because we have a certain thing that we're doing. But I don't know if you noticed what Xander was working on inside the living room. A little house on the prairie. A little house. That's going to be the cover of our EP. What's the EP? Oh, well, yeah. EP. Okay, well, you can know that. But, like, what's the EP? I can't say. You can't say it. No, that's, yeah. But just know that. Just know. It's 
we've been working on it for a while and it's we're not sure if it's gonna work so <laughs> yeah that's exciting um what influenced y'all to do the uh, unlucky cat because y'all just dropped a bunch of merch that shit's slinging <laughs> flying off the racks so basically I wanted to since I run everything on social media and like, anything account wise um <laughs> hello it's me yep so if you ever wonder um, who, but who I was I was trying to get like a couple of merch designs so people could start buying stuff mm-hmm. and I have I was talking to my guy who does all the graphic stuff for us his name is Daniel Hambright he is so incredibly talented and he works really fast which is so impressive I mean you could he could take his time if he wanted to but he doesn't he likes to get it done and out to you and is he honestly deserves to get paid a lot more than what he charges but he is so angry i recommend him to anybody he's incredibly talented he usually knows exactly what you're looking for too drop that at real quick um i think it's like elenia productions like at e e l y n i a underscore productions Productions. yeah or you can just have been daniel hambright and it should pop up too um but no i was sitting at my desk in the living room and i have this little like the lucky cat that swings its arm back and yeah. forth all the time. And I was like, what if we did something like that? And he was like, what if we did an unlucky cat? <laughs> yeah. And it's like an eyeball's out and the skin's cracked or something like that. And I was yeah. like, okay, that sounds pretty good. When he sent me that design back, I nearly gasped. I was like, that is so fucking cool. I was like, people are going to love this shit. And they do. Yeah, and I let's little that was literally the inspiration for it. I was like, what if we just did this? Because you know how some bands will have merch designs that have nothing to do with anything. You're just like, yeah, here's a cool merch design, just support the band. That's what I wanted that to be. So I was like, hell yeah. So I need to get more merch designs soon, whenever this other stuff comes out. But yeah, that's probably got to be my favorite shirt of the whole thing <laughs> that we have. Now, Miss Cheney, I'm gonna need you to drop all. You're not drop it, like get rid of it. No, but tell the world, tell my audience where they can find you. Me specifically? You, everything. If there's something that you want to talk about, you want the world to know about it, this is your time, this is your moment. Like my social media? Social media, uh, Twitch, all of it. Gotcha. Like if it, I don't even know if you're on Twitch, but if you're no. on Twitch, drop <laughs> the Twitch or like tell the people what they want to hear. So if you guys want to find me... My Instagram, Twitter, all the stuff you need to know is at two chainies. Two chains. Because I, I thought it'd be funny, and to me it's funny. So I think it's funny. So it's gonna be at the number two, C H A I N E E Z, as in zebra. And then if you want, you know, I have links to all of my band stuff. It's gonna be house parties T X on everything. And YouTube, and follow us on Bandcamp, and Spotify, and everything. So I can get money. True, we all need money. <laughs> um, any last words? Mm, peace is pretty good. Peace is pretty good, hell yeah. Well, 